Warning, this show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hey there, and welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Thanks for joining me. Now, I don't think I have to tell you that the world can be a dark and scary place for us all. And I'm here to help you get through the miasma of that negativity one episode at a time. Now, to accomplish this, I have a guest tell me about their favorite thing, and we get to share in their enthusiasm. Now, the catch is, I'm not already a fan of their thing. However, I've learned that it's easy to like something as long as I had an excited person explaining why their thing was great. And so this podcast and all its potential positive feelings is born from that. Now for today's episode, we have Jack Hewson from Tiger Phonics. Jack, how's it going? Hey man. Yeah, really good. Thanks for having me on the show. I always love it when somebody messages me that they want to be on the show. I can't tell you how excited it makes me every time I get those. Um, so like you, you totally warmed my day up, which is, which is great. Uh, Jack, tell us a, a little bit about, uh, about your show. Yeah. Um, so I have a, a few shows. Um, the main one is the Tiger Phonics podcast. Um, it's the, I guess, flagship, uh, product of the, of the company Tiger Phonics. Um, I started it when I was in high school, um, and then stopped for a little while, um, and then came back about six years ago. Um, I was living in a small country town. It was just a, a good way for my friends to get together and uh, have a beer and just chat over a mic. And then um, the plus side was we got some content out of it. Um, and then uh, about oh, three and a half years ago, I moved to the city of Adelaide. And um, obviously a few friends didn't didn't follow, um, but made some new friends. And uh, the show was kind of reborn again into what it has been for the last 20, 30 episodes. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been really good fun, a uh, really good way to get to know um, my new friends and uh, and grow. And it's an awesome way to you know to log that as well. You you see the first episode where my co-host Jonty shows up. I think it's episode nineteen, and we're at episode like fifty five now. And just seeing the way you can see just how confident and our like how good our friendship has become, just for how well we bounce off each other and stuff like that. So it's it's a it's a lot of fun. We just we just talk garbage you know about video games music <laughs> movies and and just have a good good time that's all it's about i i i think podcasting is such a good way to keep friendships going too uh, i i because like when i first started podcasting like you you're a you're an absolute like senior at this like you're you've been doing it for a long time you're a professional uh, i've been podcasting for about four years and i remember when i first started podcasting it was similar just like, gosh, we're going to be talking about this stuff anyway. Why don't we just record mm. it? <laughs> like, yeah. and so I love that. Yeah, you say you're a man after my own heart. Uh, absolutely. And uh, so you said Tiger Phonics is is kind of you said your flagship. I know you have a couple other shows under that branch. So I, I you do a you do an Australian football podcast too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we started it this season, which um, you know, due to COVID, was probably the worst season ever to start a <laughs> right. to start a podcast about right. something like a dependent podcast so you know each week we would do a wrap-up of the uh, the first the, the previous round of football and then do like a our tips and um you know uh, our locks for the week ahead um and then so we started round one and we we're all keen and ready to go and then uh, they played one round of of afl football and then they cancelled it for like seven weeks <laughs> and we were like right. great 
Right, leave it up to me to, to, to start it now. But uh, it came back and uh, we did kind of an eclectic group of episodes about, um, well, really uh, just a weird season of football. Um, and there's a lot of fun. Again, it's the same thing. It's uh, a friend of mine, Sam. Uh, he lives in Melbourne and I live in Adelaide. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just a cool thing that we got to do. You know, once a week we get together on Discord and, you know, just chat about football. You know, we're both um, Adelaide Crows fans. And, um, and yeah, you know, it's just something... Something, another thing to just catch up with a, with an old friend. It it's so much fun to talk about anything, like like that's what this whole show is about. Talking about something with somebody who's excited about it, it's it's the best way to talk about anything. And we did our AFL episode a couple months ago with Paul from the Countdown Podcast. Now he he is an Essendon Bomber fan. It, it I is, also like is, Essendon. Is his yeah, team. yeah. They're like they're like my number two team. And then a friend of mine. For, but a friend of mine and I completely forgot about it when I recorded the episode had made me swear allegiance to the uh, the the Saints, right? Is oh, that Saint is Kilda? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, Saint Kilda, and it was in return for him uh, becoming a Green Bay Packers fan for the NFL. Oh. And so, like, we did like a we did a trade off. So it's like, okay, well, it, like, and like he went out and like bought jerseys and hats and everything. So. Uh, yeah, it's really it's really funny, but yeah. So so those are the teams that I know. And I've watched a Crows game, so nice. that, that is one of the, the games. Yeah, so it's nice to have a frame of reference <laughs> for it. But I, I think sure. it's a great sport. I think it's a great sport. Uh, one of the things that you did teach me uh, before we segue into your thing is that Australia has half time zones. I didn't <laughs> I didn't know that. And that was a really confusing so, thing for me as well. Yeah. Yeah, so that is not a thing in the states um, at all, and I didn't know that that was so. Like we said, like, so whenever I have an international friend come on to talk to talk on the show, I, I like okay, well, what time is it there? And and then you said like it was half hour difference, and I'm like, wait, what? What? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and so I learned something completely new. <laughs> Which is really yeah. Funny. <laughs> It was like it was like seven fifty in the morning here, and and you replied, "Wait, how is that even possible?" And I was like, yeah. "Wait, what's going on?" Because at that point, you hadn't sent the second the second message through that was like there are right. no half hour time zones. I thought you were saying like it was only like nine o'clock there, and I'm like, has the Earth <laughs> has it really just broken that much that the time zones are melting now? Like, you must have thought I was like, absolutely crazy. Like, no, how how is it a different time there? Yeah. Oh no, and you're just like, oh no. This guy's a moron. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. Why am I talking to him? I called up my other friend from LA from the Best Bros podcast. I was like, Will, um, what time is it there? He's like, yada yada. I was like, are there half an hour time zones in the US? He's like, no, you idiot. What are you talking about? And I was like, all right, Chris is fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. You did your research. And I looked it up too. Like I was, I was like, what is going on? I don't understand. And so I'm like, I'm making sure my phone, like I'd order a new phone because my phone's been wonky. And so... Like I was like, okay, maybe, maybe something's wrong with my phone, and I'm looking at my the clocks on my. Anyway, it was a, it was a definitely like a Twilight Zone moment where I thought like time had stood still. Yeah, and me so, too. it's so funny. <laughs> Speaking of funny, so Jack, I want to know, what is your thing? Well, Chris, my thing. Is rooster teeth. Rooster teeth. And, okay, yes. so only thing I know about rooster teeth 
is is red versus blue. And I've seen a few episodes of that, but I know that's not it, right? So what is Rooster Teeth? That's right. I mean, Rooster Teeth is... Uh... You're 100% in the majority of people who have, have only heard of Red versus Blue, and that's usually how people, um, especially in the old days, uh, you know, the early thousands would come across them was through Red versus Blue. But uh, they're a production company based out of Austin, Texas, um, and they started in, I think, 2003. Um, I think actually April 1st, I think that was the bane of their existence, was that their, their company anniversary was on April Fool's Day. Um, but uh, <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Anytime they would have like a big announcement for their anniversary, like "Hey, we're gonna do this," everyone would be like, uh, "April Fool's, nice guys, you guys yeah, right. are doing this really cool thing." They're like, oh, "We are, we are doing it. Please believe us." Um, but yeah, so uh, they, they're they've um, they their flagship show is is Red versus Blue, and it has I think it's been running for like seventeen years now or something like that. Jeez, um, and uh, and. Since then, they've they've done a host of other shows. They've done feature length films. Um, they've done uh, some some really impressive like serious um, uh, like series as well. Uh, Day five was uh, was like a almost like a psychological thriller about not being able to fall asleep. Um, and then, but yeah, they're basically they're always just a comedy company, and uh, they started as just five guys in a spare bedroom, and I think they have like a few hundred employees now at a at a huge production company. So, yeah, it's it's really insane. So, seventeen years, Red versus Blue has been on, and that's that's about when yeah. they started. Then, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, I think uh, Red versus Blue te- technically predates Rooster Teeth. Um, the company was kind of born out of the show. Um, but again, okay. I think it was it was um, early 2003, and yeah, it's late 2020 now. So <laughs> that 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 checks out, and the show is still going. Wow, so. that's yeah. crazy. And is is that so? Is that how you got introduced to it? Were you like, is that you? Did you start watching Red versus Blue and then kind of go into it, or is or did you go through it another way? Yeah, so um, I've always been, even from a young age, like really interested in filmmaking, and and like you know, I was given a, a video camera by my parents when I was four or five, and I just used to set it up and you know play Indiana Jones in front of it and just muck around, um, <laughs> and that kind of followed me through primary school and into high school, and um, when I was probably oh, fourteen, I think maybe thirteen, and my interest in in that kind of things. You know, video production and stuff like that could could have easily started waning. You know, with all the pressure from you know school teachers to go and do something worthwhile. Um, a friend of mine is a few years older. Is actually one of my best friends. Is my best man at my wedding and stuff like that. But at, at the time, um, he was a, a couple of years older than me, and he just said, "Hey, man, um, you know, you like you like making videos and stuff like that. You should um, check out this this web series, Red versus Blue." And I was like, "All right, sure." And then he sent me a link to it, and I watched the the first season and. I watched the second season and the third season, and I was like, "Man, these guys are really, really funny." Um, and about that time, um, podcasts were really starting to. It, it's it's inter- it's hard to say take off because in the last couple of years, podcasts have exploded. Like literally, every man right. and his dog has one now. Um, but at that time, they were they they were a big thing, but they didn't have the like you know popular you know just insanity that everyone had like you know deals with with them now um but at the time rooster teeth had a podcast and i had started listening to podcasts i was like oh you know this is 
listen to this on my way to school and stuff like that. And um, that really introduced me to the world of podcasts in, in a bigger light. So again, it's a comedy thing um, hosted by Gus Sarola. Uh, he plays uh, uh, Simmons in Red vs. Blue uh, uh-huh. on the Red Team. And, uh, and so he hosts the show and um, just a really funny guy. Um, and, and it was just, it was a look into the company. So by that point, um, I guess I, I came in probably like six years in. Um, so again, I guess around the same time Lost uh, was finishing up, that was another thing I wanted to talk about, but you're a huge fan of that, so <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that, but that's uh, for another time. Well, uh, it's but, funny because you say but, that because uh, like people that hadn't, haven't been on the show yet and, and, and people who are just had listened, whenever a guest is going to come on, like they don't usually just have like... Th- like they don't they they don't just say one thing they they give me a list which is good because we can winnow it down and uh, so when Jack was saying I want to be on the show I'm like absolutely let's let's talk what do you got and like everything that he was saying were things that I absolutely was a fan of already and so so it's like I, so we're just like hey did did we just become best friends like are we best friends now <laughs> I think we did I think we did I want to love that in <laughs> yeah it was, let's let's get that going but yeah so when he said Rooster Teeth. So yeah, so so Rooster Teeth not only went from like you watching on YouTube, but it also helped you start to like podcasts then too, which is huge. I mean, it's like it's a yeah. big deal now. Absolutely, and just a quick thing on that: um, they were actually a really late adopter to YouTube because they predate YouTube. Red versus Blue came out before YouTube was a thing. So then YouTube came up as this sort of like n- little company that you would host videos on. And they were like, we're already doing that. Why would we do that? So it's crazy to think that this show has been out longer than YouTube has been out. Um, but wow. when it comes to... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's insane. But when it comes to podcasts, as you said, yeah, it introduced me to that. And it's actually, that's actually one of the biggest reasons why I have a podcast. It was around that time when, you know, I was like, oh, you know, video cameras and all this thing, making movies, it, it's such an expensive process. And when you live in a mm-hmm. small town, you don't have the you don't have the the group of people around you especially when you're 14 that you need to kind of like take projects up off the ground um but what i did have was a couple of friends that wanted to just muck around and and talk nonsense and so i was like man podcasts don't seem that difficult so i went out and i invested and saved up my money i bought a, a mixer and a couple of microphones and the my high school at the time was giving out um macbooks um, to every student from year nine upwards, um, and primarily for schoolwork, but they were just MacBooks. So, you know, the GarageBand is an awesome program that you just basically plug and play. And so that's how it started. It was all because of the Rooster Teeth podcast and just thinking, man, these guys are just having a good time talking crap into a microphone and surely I could do this with my friends. And sure enough, I did. So that the the company in general has been just a, a huge blueprint and just very instrumental in, in how our stuff has kind of come about so um i've, al- I've always have a soft spot for the company and and they do multiple things too so you're talking like they don't just do red versus blue they have their podcast and then so like that's similar to you like you're you're not just a a one-dimensional guy you're multifaceted and, and yeah. so you were saying too, they do they do things that are more dramatic. Are they are you talking like like uh, like documentaries or are they just like are they fictional series or, or what are they? They have done documentaries. Um, they I think they did one actually. Um, I could be wrong here, but I feel like they did a documentary about Jessica Nigri, the cosplayer. Um, oh okay. Uh, I think 
they're, they're really good uh, friends, the company and, and Jess. And so, yeah, I think they did one about her and what it's like, um, you know, going to cons and cause she's so hands-on with all the costumes that she makes and they're all terrific. So I think they, they went pretty in-depth about what she does there. Um, but Day 5 was a project that they had been working on for years and I think it, it came out um, only a few years ago. So it's been in the works for a long time. And it's, I think it's, it's kind of like a... Um, I don't know what the word is, but it's like a take on an apocalyptic movie where um, if you fall asleep, you die. So, um, you know, basically after this outbreak happens, the um, first night, you know, everyone just goes to sleep or whatever and um, most of the population is just wiped out in one night. So this is the, the wow. show is called... De- yeah, it's a really intriguing concept because how do you fight against something you didn't even know was a thing? <laughs> so, so the only yeah. people that are, are left other people that for some reason were awake and and were able to figure out that okay sleep is bad and the show is called day five so this is five days in without sleep um and they did an intense um research into you know what um being deprived from sleep for you know days weeks will do to you and um and yeah it's uh you know the, obviously it's it's uh it's it's still comedic in places and stuff like that, but um, uh-huh. it's probably one of the most serious things I've done because I mean, just the the theme of it itself is so terrifying. So I have I have kids, so when they were babies, I know what it's like to go a couple days without sleep too. Um, yeah. So yeah, and I was um, a raving lunatic um, when <laughs> by like day day two. So <laughs> that's really. I remember one <laughs> in one episode of the podcast where it was clear in hindsight they were working on day five they were talking about this kid who had stayed up for i think 14 days um he, oh i think he was gosh. 15 and he just wanted he just wanted to see how long he could go and they said that by like day seven or eight he was having full-blown hallucinations where he thought he was playing at the rose bowl and stuff like that like he people oh were talking to him and he thought he was in the middle of a stadium so and that was after like a week or so, um, and and just just insanity. And so like yeah, uh, they they don't, they were obviously doing research for the show at that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you die. Did the kid die? No, I think he was. <laughs> did, did, I think I think he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't even imagine. I mean, I love sleep. Huge, huge fan. Huge man. I love sleep about as much as I like podcasts, and I and I love podcasts. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and so they they do movies, documentaries, the Red versus Blue podcasting, and and so is is the talent mainly still those those guys that started it at the beginning, or have they added more? You said that there's a lot more employees, but like the talent wise, is it mostly still the same guys? Uh, yeah. So the five guys. Um... Uh, as I said, Gus Arola, Bernie Burns, Jeff Ramsey, Joel Heyman, uh, Matt Hollum. They're the five founding fathers. Um, a, a couple of them have left. Uh, Bernie Burns, who, who was the main writer for Red vs. Blue, um, uh, he, he has since retired from, I think, last year or earlier this year. Um, and he's actually left the States now. He's moved, he's uh, left, you know, gone into retirement with his family, which is nice. Um, I think Joel uh, moved back from Austin to, I think, maybe LA's uh, always been an actor. And I think, uh, yeah, he's, he's left the company as well. But Jeff, Matt and Gus are still there. Um, but they they added a whole host of, of talent. Um, 
the, a really interesting thing that they did was they 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 created this amazing community of, of fans and friends, um, and they just hired from that community. You know, if someone was doing something that was impressive, they instead of you know putting up a cease and desist or a hey, what are you doing? They hired him. So there was a guy named Jordan Swears. He would listen to the Rooster Teeth podcast and he would make little just flash animations that go for about a minute and a half, stick figures with the likeness of the characters, and he would just animate a story based on on the the show uh, of the podcast. And so they they hired him. And then, you know, he moved to Austin and he does that full time now. Um, A lot of the employees that work for the company are, you know, animators and writers and stuff like that. Um, They have a show, uh, probably one of their biggest shows now is Ruby. Um, It's like spelled R-W-B-Y. And that's an um, animated show. kind of based around fairy tales it's like a different kind of like combative take oh, on i've seen that but okay i've seen that on twitter and instagram yeah i, I yeah. have seen people reference that okay so that's that's the rooster teeth that's guys. a rooster teeth production yeah so oh. um again so they hired uh you know austin's a big film town anyway and and ut um just sprouts um you know film buffs and and writers and and amazing people and and bernie went to the school and so he was a noted alumni and he did the texas tv uh and and the radio station there at at the university of texas at austin and and so he would still have contact with um you know guys going through college they would hit him up and be like hey bernie can we get your hand with this and he'd see the merit in them people like you know miles and kerry and and chris damaris which if you're a fan of rooster teeth you know all these people if if you don't they're the guys that um have started working on red versus blue they, they're hired into the company as writers and and ruby they write for that as well but um because at that point still we're talking like you know six years ago or so that the company was still relatively small like 40 people and so you would have multi faceted you know aspects of your of your job you would you would write but you'd also voice act in the show or you they, they did this this series called rooster teeth shorts which are basically like snl skits just two minute little short premise videos that are just a really good mm-hmm. laugh um and you would write a, a, a short and you'd be like, all right, I want Gus, Bernie and Miles in this. And then sure enough, you know, you just walk down to their office and boom, then you, and then you film a little thing. And so like the talent has primarily stayed the same, but they, they have always hired from their community and added to it. Um, and they've, they've got some really impressive people. Gavin Free from the Slow Mo Guys. I don't know if you've ever heard of those that, guys on youtube mm. that just you got a phantom camera and they just point it at things and it automatically makes them awesome because it shoots them in hundreds of thousands <laughs> of frames a second yeah, he's you know gavin's worked on sherlock holmes a game of shadows he's worked on i think judge dread hot fuzz um a bunch of other things he's just an amazing um you know cameraman and, and production guy um but yeah sure he, he he was hired over from the community as well and um barbara dunkerman she's canadian but she's there um creative director now um she she used to be their um community manager and uh they've they've done just so many awesome things uh they they have a a a convention for themselves called rtx um and uh it doesn't stand for rt expo apparently gus is very adamant about that um and that's been (laughs) that's been running in uh in in texas in austin for i think five or six years now 
Um, they even did one over um, like online via streaming this year, RTX at home. Um, but one of my all-time favorite things to do with this company is they actually did a uh, RTX Australia. They came to Sydney um, in, I think, yeah, 2017. Um, or maybe even 16 all the years are kind of melding together now um but uh yeah so my best friend jacob and i flew over there and um over to sydney from adelaide and uh just for a whole weekend we we just hung out um in the convention center and and met all of the guys and it was a truly spectacular um weekend and and they're some of the nicest guys i've uh, ever had the privilege of meeting they're very down to earth so oh i love hearing that I, my, my question was going to be did you meet them and were they great and so you answered both which is awesome <laughs> so yeah that's uh, meeting meeting your heroes and having them still be great is is one of life's greatest treasures for sure Absolutely, and I got, I got to admit I was really worried about it. I had met Gus in Adelaide before he came down for uh, the Supernova convention. Um, actually, Gus and Jordan. So, and they were, they they had a, a piece of merch called the King Gus shirt, which was based on an animated adventure. It was just a stick figure of Gus in a crown, and uh, and I, I wore that to the event and got it signed by both of them. And Gus was like, "Yo, you, you picked the absolute best weekend to do this. We're both here." And um, and so I think I was like, you know, like maybe fifteen or sixteen at that point in time. By the time RTX Australia rolled around, I was I had just turned 19, and uh, you know I was still like, oh, these people are these people are the greatest people on earth, and um, I, I at the start at that point in time, Tiger Phonics was I mean, it's still not massive now, but it was uh, it was relatively green at that point in time when I I made up a piece of merch, and when I met Bernie at the at the desk at the signing desk, I, I said I gave it to him. I said, look, I, I wear so many of your shirts, I figure I might as well return the favor and, and give you one of mine. And he looks at it and he goes, oh, wow, you guys are a production company too. And uh, that that made my life. You know, it's some guy that I've modeled uh, my business you know, career and, and model on of just, you know, uh, just, just the work, even his work ethic of just starting in a spare bedroom and, and turning it into something really worthwhile for him to be like, oh, you're just like us. So it's basically what he was saying. I was like, that's very flattering, sir, but, uh, but not quite. <laughs> I mean, it is funny because I all entertainers probably think everybody else is more entertaining than them, right? I mean, sure. yeah, like people people listen to us and are entertained, and and we just are well, we're just doing our thing. And but we but if people listen, it means that we're at least slightly entertaining. And so you know that these guys are like, oh well, I'm no I'm no Scorsese. Or you know those type of things and yeah. like you know and there's so, always a like bigger fish. Has, there's always a bigger fish and um, it, it, all those different different ways of, of like looking at it. But that's great to know that they're still that they understand where their power comes from. It's from entertaining fans and um, yeah. Man, I wish I could go to this any any convention. That would be amazing just to go and be among be among the people. I want to I want to be like the Little Mermaid. I want to be where the people are. I want. I want to be with the people. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, so if I went to, so is it like I assume it's like roosterteeth.com, right? Is, yeah. Is that yeah. where, and and that's going to have links to to basically everything that they would do, right? Like, is that where should I start? Yeah. So, um, I'm not. Sure, I I have to be honest. Like in the last couple of years, life 
uh, has moved pretty fast um, and like I haven't been as involved with the company as as I would would love to have been um, it's like catching up with an old friend now is more what it's like every now and then I'll check back in and be like oh that's right you guys still have a direct line to my funny bone um, so uh, roosterteeth.com um, used to be like their community site where you could it was almost like a mini Facebook um, and they had like, you know, a, a few million um, accounts on there and you could make your own journal posts and interact and add, add friends and, and really just interact. And that's, as I said, the community that they built, that was why they were so able to, to hire from it because everyone was there interacting with them and they were always on that site as well, talking to the fans and stuff. Um, but now I'm not sure if it is so much the community side of things, but roosterteeth.com definitely has Red vs. Blue, Ruby, the RT Animated Adventures, RT Shorts, Day 5, their, their feature-length films, um, they're all on there. So you can, you can go and check it out and, um, and yeah, I would, I would say for like bite size, check out the RT Shorts, just start at season one, they only go for a couple minutes each and just work your way through. Um, everything else, I think Ruby has like six or seven seasons now. As I said, Red vs. Blue has been going on for 17 years. All of that, that's a lot to get into. Um, uh-huh. and, and the animated adventures as well are, are bite-sized and a lot of fun. So if you're looking for somewhere to start, I would say start there. And if you like podcasts, go back and start listening from this. It's weird because it is from, um, I don't know, 2007 or 2008 they start the podcast. So it is a little bit dated, but... <laughs> Check out a few episodes. The, and the, the podcast is still running now. I think they have like 500, 600 episodes or something. So. Jeez. Well, I, I'm a big fan of uh, of the of My Brother, My Brother and Me. Uh, yep. And that's yep. been going on since... That's 2010. And I still tell people to go back. Oh, start from the beginning. Like, you're going to get jokes. I mean, you could start anywhere in, in the middle of it. Uh, it's, not, it's not a serialized yeah. podcast. But, uh, gosh, okay. So there's so many little bite-sized things to... to to crack into what i remember Absolutely. too because like red versus blue it's yeah same it's only i remember it only being like a few minutes long each episode um i think like 10 I, minutes yeah yeah so like you're not i mean it's like a long youtube video yeah <laughs> so yeah, it really is, which is yeah. really good uh, ten, a 10 minute youtube video is a is a it might as well be a a, a mini series at that point um, but a 10 minute episode of something gosh so it's actually really really easy to yeah to 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 start to digest what's your favorite of the of the shorts what what what, like do you have a favorite short um that is that is hard there is one that is really really good which is called saving face um which i mean it's a two-minute video so i can't even really explain it without spoiling oh that's fine uh, okay so saving face the saving face is really good yep Okay, so I, I mean, I'll, I'll look those up. And, okay, well, I mean, I love that you just said two-minute video, too. This is going to make it, this is going to be the easiest <laughs> deep dive I've ever done, ever, which is so great. And, hey, if you added I'm this podcast to my lineup, like, that's that's good. The, 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 you, you're doing the good work. Oh, man. Well, I want to I wanna meet these guys. I want to be their friends, too. That sounds awesome. In, uh, in early... 2017 i i went over to america uh with uh with my mom and my sister we just went for a bit of a trip um we went to uh la for a bit uh, which is when i met up with the best bros and then we went over to florida and went to disney together 
and then uh, my mum and my sister went to New York and I went to Austin. I just went on my own and um, I, I met up with uh, JJ um, who used to work there. He, he makes VR video games now. And uh, he picked me up, he took me to the old office, took me to the new office and, and, and uh, got to have a look around and, and uh, that, was, that was again just an awesome experience. Um, and I guess you're a bit closer than, to Austin than, uh, than, <laughs> than uh, I am. So uh, uh, right now it's probably hard to travel and everything seems far away. But if you ever get the chance, man, it's, it's a great city. And yeah, if you get interested in them enough and they do another live RTX... You should uh, yeah venture over there. It's it's a great experience. Austin Austin is one of the cities that I haven't been to. I've been I mean you're you're an Australian, so you understand like your country being large. Like like yeah. to go from one side to the other takes a long time. And I've done so many amazing road trips across America, um, full East Coast trips all across the northern and and the the northern part uh, up into Canada. And but I have never been to Austin, which is always so weird to me because uh, it's really honestly not that far away. Like it's it's a day or two. It's a two day drive, um, even with a stop in there. Uh, but I've driven all across the states, and yeah, Austin is one of those ones that I've always wanted to go to. One of it, I want to go to the Moody Theater, which is where uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called Austin City Limits. It's a it's mm-hmm. a show that's been on PBS for decades, and I've always I don't even care who it is that's playing. I just want to see a concert um, for the Moody Theater. So <laughs> if I wanted to be Absolutely. there for so long, yeah, uh, yeah, I want to go to Austin now. Well, I just want to I want to go there. I want to go to there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a, a cool thing about Austin is Adelaide and Austin are sister cities, and I never really knew what oh. that meant, and I kind of still don't. But what I will say is, there were moments in in Austin. I was, you know, however many miles or kilometers from home, on my own in a in a city I'd never been to before, and I rounded a corner, and I could have sworn that I was in back in Adelaide in in the CBD. It oh. was insane. There was just there were just these this vantage point where you could just turn and be like oh i'm, I'm home and it was a really amazing <laughs> feeling actually oh i like that yeah i don't know what sister city means either i know that our sister city is in japan for my for my town uh and I... <laughs> and the mayor will go to japan and then the mayor of the town in japan comes here and they do things together <laughs> but i'll have to look yeah. that up i feel like a bad citizen now uh, so this episode may be coming to an end, but the work is just beginning. Uh, Jack has given us the blueprint for a great week. And so for the response edition of this episode, I'll be spending as much time taking Jack's advice as I can fit in. And I'll report back to you in the aforementioned response episode next week. Now, in the meantime, I hope you'll try his advice too. Or if you can add more to the conversation with your own expertise, please do. Now, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at like2, that's the number two, like2, like things. You can also leave a message on the like line at 661-279-0130. Or you can email us at I like to like things podcast at gmail.com. Now, I'll read or play any of the messages on the response episode if they're positive. Now, we always talk about this at the end, that like we're not a fan of toxic fandom here. So if if you have anything to add, make sure it's positive because Jack's here bearing his soul, spreading the good word about Rooster Teeth and, 
And uh, yeah, just uh, you know, keep it keep it cool. Uh, you can also support us via Patreon at patreon.com/I like to like things, where you can join people like Gerald, Galindo, Paul, Jay, Dave, Paris, Morgan, and others. Uh, now, Jack, where can people find you on social media? Yeah, right. Um, so you can find Tiger Phonics on Instagram um, and Facebook. So it's Tiger, like the like the animal, and Phonics is F O N I X. Um, and we just post like clips and, and links to the episodes and stuff like that. Um, and and my personal Instagram is Jack and a Hat, so just J A K, and then like I N D A and H A T. Which I was just on another episode of a of a of a different podcast, and I did that same explanation. And he was like, "Man, you couldn't have picked a more complex way to spell Jack and a Hat." And I was like, <laughs> "I know, I should change it. I should just change it to Jack." But if uh, if you guys want to come check it out. Um, there's, there's just some, I don't know, random photos of me playing spike ball on there. So if that's the kind of thing you like, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> I just played spike ball for the first time. Um, like, did you love it? Oh, loved it, absolutely. Of course you did. <laughs> uh, I, and I wasn't even, I wasn't even sore, honestly, because like I was, I sacrificed my body and I dove for some of those balls, and that's very dumb yeah, when you're man. pushing forty. And uh, but uh, yeah, it's a blast. Like it's so yeah. much fun. Um, I'll have to buy my own set. I, I really will. I'll have to buy my yeah. And it's Jack like Jack and Daxter. J A K. Yes, it is. That's why it's exactly like that's that. why you use it. I I love yeah, that game. That game. Yeah, that's a good game. I love all the Naughty Dog games. Um, you know, Crash yeah. Bandicoot when I was real little. Jack and Daxter. Uh, Uncharted when I was in my mid-teens, and then The Last of Us came out. I really, I really grew up. And, and the company grew up at the same time, so I was very blessed to have that kind of with me. Gosh, you, the Last of Us is the only one I haven't played out of those, and it gets recommended to me all the time. I just know that it's a gut punch a lot of times. Yeah, I was like, as and, a father with two little girls, man, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you, yeah, I don't know exactly. if you can do it. <laughs> and and, and a, a father with two little girls that also cries all the time on commercials about fathers and, and children. So, like, I... <laughs> So I know. What I will say is, it is worth it is worth the play. I will. I, it's my favorite game, one hundred percent. Right, and that's and that's what people say. And so I'll I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. So we'll we'll one one of these days. One of these days. Well, I hope fingers crossed. Getting a PS Five soon. So we'll we'll see. That's gonna date this episode. <laughs> but but Jack, not Daxter. Jack, thanks so much for being on the show, man. I really appreciate it. It's always always fun to have a new friend like this and and share in it. I just really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. No problem. Thanks for having me, man. And we'll return the favor and have you on our show real soon. Oh, absolutely. We'll talk about anything, anything you want. Um, I'm excited. Uh, But I will see you all next week when the mission is accomplished. And remember, we can make the world a little brighter, a little friendlier, and a little more enjoyable by liking a few more things. 